Welcome to another episode of Football 360. Once again, I'm your host, Kareem Timbers. Very excited to join you all in this special off-season edition of Football 360. A lot has gone on and transpired the last few weeks leading up to the NFL Draft with Aaron Rodgers officially leaving the NFC North Division. Uh, future Hall of Famer, now a member of the New York Jets. The New York Jets organization is poised and ready to contend for a Super Bowl title. The only missing link was the quarterback position. Now you have Aaron Rodgers, who can still play at a high level, looking to come help that organization compete against some of the other AFC foes, the defending Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs. You have, obviously, the Cincinnati Bengals, who are very tough in the AFC, along with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. So we're very excited to see what's going to happen in the upcoming season. With Aaron Rodgers in the Jets, you have Lamar Jackson was under uh, trying to figure out the big contract situation. They're looking for a long term deal. The Baltimore Ravens finally did what was right and paid Lamar Jackson his money uh, that he's worth. And he gets one hundred and eighty million at least guaranteed for a five year deal. You add in Odell Beckham with the Baltimore Ravens. So the Ravens are finally hit it back on the right track. And we'll get into a little bit about their draft pick as well uh but talk about the nfl draft lots of big names big quarterback draft with obviously bryce young cj stroud uh anthony richardson out of florida and you had will levis right so bryce young goals number one heisman trophy winner goals number one to the carolina panthers you pair that with uh former quarter nfl quarterback frank wright who led the Buffalo Bills in one of the greatest comebacks in NFL playoff history against Houston Oilers, who was the head coach with the Indianapolis Colts, now the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. So you're bringing CJ, excuse me, you're bringing in Bryce Young into a situation to where he has a quarterback coach as his head coach and who's going to groom this young man and get him ready to play at a high level. And it's probably the most exciting thing for Carolina since Cam Newton was drafted as the Heisman Trophy winner out of Auburn years ago. All right. Then number two, the Houston Texans take C.J. Stroud, arguably the best quarterback in the draft as well. Big guy, 6'3", big arm, can make every throw, uh, set all types of uh, Rose Bowl records against uh, Utah a few years back in the Houston Texans organization. So Houston Texans finally looking to replace someone um, that can play at a high level since Deshaun Watson. Then the Houston Texans trade right back up and get Will Anderson out of Alabama, probably the most uh, decorated defensive player in this draft. Um, and the best play, defensive player to come out of Alabama since the great late Derek Thomas. All right. So the Houston Texans had a nice solid draft as well. You fast forward to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles, Super Bowl runner-up, uh, Super Bowl contenders. Uh, those guys have been for real. And then they had a monster draft grabbing Jalen Carter, arguably the best defensive player in the draft as well. Uh, guy had some trouble um, off the field. But you bring him into a great situation to where he not only has the help support of Fletcher Cox, future Hall of Famer, who's still playing with the Eagles, but also other Georgia football players who play for the Philadelphia Eagles organization. Most notably, Jordan Davis, who was the number one defensive player last year with the, with the Philadelphia Eagles. You had uh, Kobe Dean, linebacker from Georgia, who's there. 
And then you add in his other teammate, Nolan Smith. So you're going to have several guys, including um, the free agent pickup the Eagles made in DeAndre Swift, bringing him back over to the East Coast, New Jersey, Philadelphia uh, kid um, there. So you have several teammates to hold you accountable. And I think that was an excellent pick by the Philadelphia Eagles organization, along with Nolan Smith, two guys that can plug and play. And the Philadelphia Eagles organization is basically becoming uh, Georgia U uh, as well, because they have several Georgia players who have been a part of two national championship teams now back to back, helping that organization continue to plug and play. Uh, so I thought the Eagles did an excellent job in the draft as well. You had the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions when they got Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs uh, is a running back dual threat out of the backfield. Very elusive runs through contact plays harder than his physical stature. And the kid looked like he shot out of a cannon or he's coming out of the blocks in a 100-meter dash every time you see him on the field. He just jumps out on, on the tape. Uh, was a transfer from Georgia Tech. Now you bring him in along with David Montgomery, the former Chicago Bear, who was the heart and soul of that team for a long time with the Detroit Lions. How the Lions have a one-two punch at the, at the running game there. They also drafted linebacker Jack Campbell out of Iowa, who's a sideline, a sideline, old school, blue-collar linebacker there. And Hendon Hooker, uh, the young man from Tennessee, who was the top quarterback, top player uh, prior to tearing his ACL this past season with the University of Tennessee. So Hendon Hooker, I'm, I'm very excited for him to get an opportunity, despite the injury, to play and learn uh, from Jared Goff, Detroit Lions organization. So I thought the Lions did a really good job. Also, the Seattle Seahawks, uh, Pete Carroll is known for uh, getting the best out of his players. He gets two Big Ten guys, most notably De uh, Devin Witherspoon, uh, top corner in the country out of the University of Illinois. Play for Brett Bilma there. Uh, six foot, about 180. But you got this kid is lights out. Plays press man, off man very well. Very physical at the point of attack. He hits you. He, he looks like a linebacker when he, when he makes contact with the opponent. Um, so very excited about that pick. I think he's going to be instant plug and play um, for Seattle. Seattle's used to having big physical corners. You think about the Legion of Boom. And then you also go ahead and get... Uh, Big Ten standout receiver, uh, Jack Smith and Jimba. This young man uh, broke my college teammates receiving record, Lee Evans. Shout out to Lee Evans, who held the, the Big Ten receiving record for 20, 20 years. Jack Smith and Jimba broke that record two years ago when he had over 300 some yards receiving in the Rose Bowl uh, with his teammate C.J. Stroud over Utah. So now you bring in Jack Smith and Jimba with D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, uh, if this kid stays healthy, they're probably going to have the best receiving corner in the NFL um, and just another big body, big target. All right. Um, for Seattle. So Seattle's locked in, locked and loaded in that position. The Atlanta Falcons also went and got B. John Robinson, the top running back in the nation out of Texas. This kid is 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 as good as advertised uh, physical specimen. Um, he can get in and out of his cuts, kind of has that Barry Sanders-ish make-you-miss ability. So I'm very excited for B. John Robinson with the Atlanta Falcons in that organization. Also, the Buffalo Bills, you know, got, made some moves as well in the draft with Dalton Kincaid. 
for a tight end for Josh Allen. So now you just add another weapon for, for Josh Allen in that regard. And then I also want to talk about my Chicago Bears. So let's get right into that. My Chicago Bears did exactly what they needed to do to address the concerns in the offseason. All right. You all had some offline issues. So on free agency, you go get the, the veteran guard, Davis, who's very physical, um, can pull and in the screen game, he gets downfield, gets to the second and third level of a defense, makes things happen. Then you go in the NFL draft with the top 10 pick in draft five Five-star recruit Darnell Wright at 6'6", 330. This guy is very physical, has great footwork. He's never out of leverage. Did a great job shutting down Will Anderson, as I talked about Will Anderson from Alabama, the top defensive player in the country. Shut him down when they played head head up this year against Tennessee and Alabama. And the kid, this guy, he likes to get physical, Darnell Wright. All right? He's like he's dragging guys out the club when he gets physical with them. Uh, from an off-the-line standpoint, the Bears then in the second round draft, Gervin Dexter Sr., 6'6", 310, one technique. The Bears needed one technique after Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn were let go from the Bears last year. You could The Bears' defense was like the Red Sea. There was, there was no uh, defensive line penetration. Linebackers couldn't get around and scrape to get downhill, make plays, and basically has left the secondary as your only line of defense. So now you address that. But Gervin Dexter was also a five-star recruit coming out of high school. The guy has a wingspan from sideline to sideline, and the Bears now have a one technique. Then also in the second round, the Bears select Tyreek Stevenson out of Miami. This guy is a big physical corner, six foot, can also play safety, can play press man, off man, and it's, it's he has a very high football ceiling, so I'm very excited to see what my Eberflus is going to do with him and the Bears' defensive secondary. And then you had the Bears go in and select Zach Pickens, another defensive tackle, a three technique. Doesn't always make the play, but he wrecks havoc and calls a disruption in the opponent's backfield on a game-by-game basis. So just check the tape on him. So very excited the Bears got in. One got a one technique, a three technique. And then you draft uh, a dual athlete, former quarterback slash running back, Roshan Johnson, who played with B. John Robinson at the University of Texas. This kid is very elusive, and he's going to help to look to fill the void of what David Montgomery was for the Chicago Bears, which is a big void to fill. But I think Roshan Johnson, along uh, with Khalil Herbert, the Bears should not miss miss a step, along with Justin Fields leading the, the helm there at quarterback. Then the, this is a, the Chicago Bears selected Tyler Scott out of round four. Tyler Scott is a former junior uh, Olympic track star at Cincinnati. This kid could take the top off the defense and still learning to play that position, uh, but very athletic and he can cut on the dime and, and make you look silly and put you on his highlight tape. So we got another dual threat receiver to help out um, the Bears receiving core there, which they obviously need some help. Then the Bears went and drafted Noel Sewell, former five-star recruit, the younger brother of Penny Sewell, the offensive lineman for the Detroit Lions. This kid is big and physical, about 6'4", 6'5", 245, sideline to sideline. He's a great blitzer. He's got good football instincts. That's going to help beef up that linebacking core. All right, uh, with T.J. Edwards and company there. So then the Bears went and drafted in the fifth round, Terrell Smith, a big physical corner from Minnesota. Uh, he had his best year this past season. He's got a lot of, uh, I think, room for growth and should be also challenging 
the corner slash nickel spot position, adding, giving the Bears more depth in that secondary. Bears then went on and drafted Travis Bell in the seventh round, as well as Ken, Kendall Williamson. So I think the Chicago Bears, I had to give them an A for the draft grade. Uh, the main thing, you hope these guys stay healthy. These guys obviously make the team and can help contribute early to the Chicago Bears organization. So very excited what the Bears are doing there. Uh, very excited about the upcoming season. So stay tuned. Until next time, I'm your host, Kareem Timbers, signing off at Football 360.